Yo, I put it like wow, this that sound These oaks don't work hard like me, I hope they know by now Bail, bail, stand my ground Throw these money trees, go overseas like Percy Tau I make sure you stay around, quiet when I'm under loud No negatives allowed, me positivity took a vow I always play to win, don't anticipate loss Mind always in the clown, my boy Never think about the drop, never ever ever think about the drop Welcome to it, sports fans. It is the MKT show. I'm MKT. It is another day in Africa. 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 I live in the Republic of South Africa, which is pretty great. It is pretty great. Hope you're having a good time, wherever you are. Hope you had the time of your life. Hopefully, you got the job you dreamed of. Hopefully, you went on the adventure. You always said, oh, I'm going to go on that adventure if I make this amount of money. Or I'm going to ask her out. I'm going to ask him out. Hopefully, they said yes. And I hope you and that other person are going to live the greatest lives you ever thought about. Because that's what it's about. Also, I hear, you know, it is nice when things are going well. You know what I mean? Hopefully, that's going to happen for you. You're like, oh my goodness, if she was just single, if he was just single, I definitely asked them out. And now they're single. You shot your shot, shoot a shoot. And boom, it happened. Now, you guys are planning weekends away, picking strawberries together. I don't know. I don't know if that happens in real life. I, I don't know. I don't know. I do know somebody who is that kind of romantic. So, you know, maybe it's a real thing for you. So hopefully it's real. Hopefully it's happened for you. And now you're just picking strawberries with the love of your life. That's a good thing. I would imagine. I would imagine. I've had a good week. I had a really great meeting with somebody who really got me fired up to start training harder. Um, yeah, he's a monster. Dude's a monster. Just a training monster. Saw him get off his motorbike. Just like, whoa. Jeez, your quads are huge. Yeah, because I can see when somebody's training, you know? I, th I think everyone can see when somebody's takes it seriously. It's like, uh, you can just see. You can see when somebody's body is in a shape where, oh my God, okay, you're doing what I should be doing. And and it, yeah, for me, I can't not be happy for people because especially in that sense, I'm like, I hammer it pretty hard, but wow, you, you're, you're doing it. You're doing it at that level, at the level I want to be at. So that was cool, very cool. Great way to start my morning. Um, <laughs> a friend of mine tagged me in something hysterical uh, that all podcasters do and I like to do it on the show because it's the kind of show I like to do for this format maybe changing let's see what happens next week anyway let's not jump the proverbial gun uh, before that but I like a little preamble you know like what have you been doing what's on my mind before I get into the sport because I imagine there's a lot of people, and this very same person said to me, there's no women that listen to this show. He said that. He's like, dude, the way you talk, there's no way. So he said I mustn't shout his name out on the show anymore. He, he went to a school that's got a scoreboard that doesn't work. Anyway, I'm not going to shout him out. But anyway, he basically was like, 
dude, why are you even asking? There's no way there's women that listen to this show. Okay, cool. But I'm going to tell you what's on a single guy's mind, okay? So if you're a lady and you're out there, and well, could be a guy, by the way, who's out there for um, another single guy's attention. Um, I, I'm never going to lie on this show. I'm going to let you know what's on a single guy's mind. And people aren't that divergent. Like people always think, oh, but everyone's not the same. Oh, there's like, there's really only six personality types. This is not meant to be a psychology show. But anyway, you know, so when I'm saying stuff, generally it's what most guys are thinking. And most guys that are in relationships can't really say the stuff I'm thinking or saying because you've got to make sacrifices. Once you've chosen to be with somebody, you can't just talk any kind of way. You know what I mean? I'll have to do that hopefully at some stage in life, you know, or maybe not. Maybe I'm going to die alone, which is also okay. Not everybody's meant to um, have a great partner, you know, because maybe I'm not willing to make those sacrifices. We'll talk a little bit more about that a little bit later. But most guys are thinking what I'm thinking. They just can't say it. They just can't say it because societal construct, if you say certain things, your girlfriend's like, what kind of beast are you? And then most people will listen to this and go, oh, no, that's why you're single. I'm like, no, your husband is thinking that. He just can't say it because he knows you're also socialized to be repulsed by something that true. You know, got to try and placate everyone. That's the world we're living in. No, not my world. Though. I'm not living in that world. I'm, I'm living in what I think is a free world. Or maybe not. Maybe, maybe I'm just... A glitch in the matrix you know maybe i'm just a glitch in the matrix perhaps i'm actually meant to be a pastor somewhere in bethlehem and i mean bethlehem bloemfontein not in israel or both you know <laughs> and here i am living like a vigilante planning a getaway soon and just doing what i want to do with my life what kind of vagabond is this? Anywho, that is what that is. Uh, I'm going to talk Eddie Howe. Uh, if you're a Newcastle fan, talk a little bit of that. Um, and then I'll talk a life lesson from Paul Pogba and Romelu Lukaku that I think is useful for all of us. Um, remember, if you are somebody who listens to the show, um, please make sure to go and give us a rating. You know, give us a five-star rating. Leave a review. And let us know what you think of the show. I would appreciate that. You know, because let's say, for instance, okay, you had promised your mom that you were going to buy flowers for the house because you're coming over for dinner. All right. And now, you know what you've done here is actually you've gone straight to Action Soccer. And at Action Soccer, you decided to have an extra beer with the lads. Obviously, because you're not a dickhead, you, you're going to jump in the Uber and you're going to shower at your mom's house. But it's too late now because you decided to have that second beer and now you get to the house and she was thinking, okay, great. He's going to bring home daffodils. It's going to make the night perfect. It's a family dinner. And then you didn't. All you brought home is a sweaty smell and socks and a bag that you're just leaving at the door. Your mom is probably a stay-at-home mom. She's going, 
what the hell is wrong with this kid? I've raised the worst person in the world. Now, if you're feeling terrible about that and you've ruined a family dinner, just go and give us a rating, five-star rating, and maybe that'll make you feel better, if only for that moment. You know, you were terrible last night, that's fine. Now your mom hates you, probably doesn't really hate you. She just was hoping you could get flowers, which is the one thing she asked you after she'd made a three-course meal. But you, you, you dropped the ball. You dropped the ball. Because you had to have that extra Peroni, and we're here now. And now you're feeling terrible about yourself. And now you can't actually focus at work because you're apologizing to your mom. It'll make you feel better. Trust me. Go and give the show a rating. Because it'll make you feel better at least for 15 seconds. It'll take you about 15 seconds to get to Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever, five-star rating. And then you say, really love this show. Oh my goodness, can't believe. How does he know? How does he know that I'm the guy who had the extra Peroni? Or the girl, by the way. Action soccer, I would imagine. I don't play action soccer anymore. But I'd imagine ladies are out there rocking. You know? Hey, Stephanie, maybe you're the problem. Maybe you're tearing your family apart. Don't worry about that. Give us a rating. Make you feel much better. All right, let's get into it. Um, you know what was... I don't know if you guys watch The Ashes. So if you don't watch cricket, I can't help you. You, you, you lack culture and that's, you know, that, that, that's, on, that's on your family and your parents for raising you poorly. Um, Cummins was terrible in all sorts of senses. He bowled himself too long in both innings. But it's why I've always hated a bowling captain in test cricket in particular. Uh, the other formats, who cares? You don't need a captain really for one day cricket or T20. It's all nonsense. You just bowl your overs and hopefully they don't make 390. That's, that's where it's at now. They prepare flat tracks and it's all crap. But in test cricket, your captain matters. And I thought Cummins was particularly bad in the second innings. Um, actually, even at, the, at Lords in second innings, with all the short stuff, I thought it was terrible. I thought it was ghastly, ghastly stuff. But it's why I've never liked a bowling um, all-rounder. Because one of, I mean, a captain is one of the problems with bowlers, and you saw it with Cummins, is he just left himself on too long. All right. The nice thing about a batsman is like, once you're out, you're out. Now you're just running the ship. If you're bowling, particularly in that situation, is you can't bowl and captain at the same time, you know, um, because if you're batting, you're just focused on your innings and the guy at the other end. You don't have to place a field. You don't have to think about the context of the game. You know, outside of being a batsman, you're really just a batsman in that moment. And then if you're out, you're captaining from outside anyway, and then you're looking at the whole game. Whereas a bowler is always in the game, whether I'm on the field, uh, I'm bowling now, I'm in the middle of a six-over spell, I'm, I feel good, you know, you don't really have that bird's-eye view of like, oh, you're looking tired, you're dropping it short, uh, the pressure's off, you're always thinking, I can do it. And I do think Cummins is the best in the world, but I've always hated um, because having played cricket myself uh, until I was 18, no bowler ever thinks they're tired or ready to come off, right? And what he's got wrong, terribly wrong with the tactics, is the short stuff. It, it was ghastly, it was awful, it was inaccurate. And quite frankly, they gave away, I'd say, 60 runs of their first innings, um, you, you know, to Ben Stokes. And then, in the and, and then he lost. What happens to a Yorker? 
Like what's happened to the Yorker and the short press stuff? And also the English boundaries square are really short, right? So I don't really get what he's doing, um, particularly at Headingley. I mean, that was embarrassing. It was absolutely embarrassing to be bowling that sort of stuff and knowing that those square boundaries are what they are. Now, um, a lot of people are calling for Scotty Bowlin to get dropped, mate. I, I would probably drop stock um, because I think Scotty Bowlin doesn't get to get he doesn't get going because I think the problem with Stark is that he goes for so many runs that he lets all the pressure off where you need somebody accurate. Um, and I would bring Hazelwood back. Hazelwood and uh, Scotty Bowland, they're going to um, keep that pressure on from both ends and keep it tight. You can't... And Cummins was expensive, by the way. You know, it's all going well if you've got one guy in Stark going for five and a half, six and over. You can't have your two opening bowlers going six and over for 150 runs. It's just not going to work. Especially if you make 250. You know, if your lead is 250, you just can't have 150 runs be your two opening bowlers at five and a half and over. It just can't happen. And Cummins, by his very nature, is he's a wicket taker. So, so I don't mind him going for runs. You can't have both. Whereas Scotty Boland... Although Scotty Boland has gone five and a half and over, I think that's more on Stark being loose, and now the the, the batsmen are into it more than Boland um, uh, being loose. I really, really believe that because I think you bring Hazelwood in, Hazelwood just keeps the pump on, and you, you're not getting after Hazelwood. He's just too good, he's too clever, um, and he's just too accurate. Hey, uh, like Stark is a bit of a pace merchant, and and listen, he's. He, He's nice because he can move both ways as well. But his control's all over the place. His control's all over the place. The length is, you know, ne never consistent enough. And you saw it. You saw it particularly in the second innings. I thought um, I thought Hazelwood would have been incredible in that second innings to keep the pressure on. Because what happened was that they really, they gave up too many runs, couldn't use the spinner. Couldn't use the spinner, so it was far too late. And he, he got that wrong as well, right? Bowled the spinner earlier. At 130 runs or so, I remember, I think it was Mark Taylor saying on the broadcast, um, get the spinner on while you've got enough runs. Uh, if you don't watch cricket, spinners need runs to defend. It's just that simple. Um, they, they're not like fast bowlers. Is they, they do need to sort of work you out. Spinners can't scare you. or Unless there's only ever been one bowler... Right, and it's Shane Warne. Muta Murladurn didn't really have the Shane Warne factor. Shane Warne's going to intimidate you out as a spinner. Right, he's the only guy I've ever known who's just been that imposing figure, uh, that iconic get under the batsman's skin, Osdarl Cullinan. I've never known a spinner to intimidate anybody out. Just like okay, he's going to bowl a ripper every now and then, but but most spinners don't bowl a ripper. Not even Muta. He's bowling in the second innings. So, so awful, awful from Cummins. Um, I, I was going to do like a full report. I just, but that's basically my takeaway from that third test match. Good for us, the neutral. Um, leaves the ashes open. It means 2-1. And man, it's good stuff. It is good stuff. Can't believe England have left Bestow in as well. Incredible how bad he is. I, I just don't understand that selection. But maybe I'll do that on Sunday. Um, I'm off to Durban this weekend. Off to Durbs. Uh, working uh, at... A, if, if you're in Durban, 
in dupes, um, and you're not going to watch Springbok game because the event I'm working is exactly at the same time as Springbok game. Uh, come down to the beach. I think it's North Beach. Eh? Um, yeah, I think it's North Beach. I'm actually, not sure what beach it is. Anyway, um, we are doing the Red Bull Quicksand. So I'm working with some mates there. Red Bull, always a good time working with them. Love working with them. Always big time. So really looking forward to that. I'll be in Durban this weekend. If you're in Durban, let me know. Holler. I, I'm only going to be there for one day though. Working Saturday, flying out Saturday night. Back in Joburg. You know what I mean? Big meeting on Monday. Got to spend Sunday preparing. Recover Saturday night. Sunday, boom. Crash, boom, bang. We're on it. And I'm back in the mix. So I won't watch the Springbok game this, uh, this weekend. Working at the Red Bull event on the beach. On the beach. Durban Beachfront. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. If, you, if, you're, in, if you're in Durbs, come out. Come say how's it. Red Bull Quicksand. Uh, if you are obviously on the beachfront, you would have seen all of the trucks working uh, this week. And I'm really looking forward to being there. It's going to be fun. Durban's fun. It's, it's warm as well. So that'll be nice. Always nice. It's a tropical paradise. Durban. Out in Durbs. So looking forward to seeing anybody um, who's out there trying to stay fit. That, 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 that event's tough. Eh? If you want to... If you want to do something on Saturday morning, which isn't just a regular run, you want to run on the beach and uh, up some <laughs> giant sandcastles, which is literally what they're going to be constructing, by the way. Um, worked the event last year. Come through. See you in Durban. See you in Durban. Um, slide in the DMs, eh? Uh, I didn't really... I haven't got any questions worth reading. So it's been a lot of comments like, hey, thanks, like the show. Um, I, I haven't got any negative stuff. I mean, I would say if somebody said, your show's terrible, I hate it. Firstly, it would be weird why you're listening. Um, but yeah, I haven't really had anything in the DMs worth reading. You know, so going to need more questions. Going to need those questions. People love those, by the way. I get incredible feedback. Um, I mean, I don't, I, I don't want it to turn into an agony on thing. But people seem to resonate with where you've got a problem with your family or whatever. You know, um, hey, I'll have an opinion, you know, and I'm 37 now. I've done a lot in life. I've done a lot. Of, I've done a lot of poor stuff, a lot of bad stuff, in my opinion, you know, stuff where I've let myself down, let my family down. So, so I've been through it, you know, um, and I'm really fortunate and I'm quite, I'm quite happy. I have the personality I have is I, I have quite a confrontational personality with myself as well you know so because i you know you try and learn through experiences i'm like oh no no these are the things that i did and i've had people help me through it and have given me some techniques and largely speaking i'm also autodidactic so i like to go and figure it out on my own because most issues if you just cut the bull you can figure it out on your own but it's 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 difficult you know i'm very comfortable on my own um some people aren't like we're very different in life so i can have an opinion because i've done lots of stuff you know good and bad <laughs> mostly bad to be honest with you um but plenty of experience plenty of experience and um yeah like love to have an opinion you know love to have an opinion because it's tricky 
Hey, the sly thing is, to, it is to tricky, 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 tricky. It's tricky to ride around. If you if you don't know that song, um, what what did the internet say? She's too young for you if she doesn't know the song. Yeah, slide in the DMs at MKT Inspires. Um, I don't have a. Somebody sent me a message. Do I have threads or what's the new one with sucks? I'll I'll get one because I love social media. I just have. It, it hasn't come up yet. So at MKT inspires Instagram. Instagram's the best. I'll, I'll get back to you quickest on that. Uh, otherwise, MKT at the MKT show dot com. 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 All right. Getting to two topics today, both football. Um, I'm going to get into the Eddie Howe thing. I, I've really been thinking about this. I said it to a mate who supports Newcastle um, and he didn't agree with me. But, but I thought they should have let him go this year. I thought Eddie Howe should have gone. As soon as he qualified for the Champions League, fire him. And I'll tell you why. In fact, fire him and get Nagelsmann now. That's what I would have done. So let me tell you something that happened to me. Um, yeah, it was this week. Earlier this week. Earlier this week, a friend of mine, she called me. And we ended up going for a little bite. And um, she broke up with her boyfriend after seven years. It was a long time, man. Eh? A long time. Seven years with someone, doesn't matter how old you are, whether you whether you start dating at 17 or, I mean, it's a little trickier for women, I would say, because of the yield biological. But, it, you know, they start dating around 30 because uh, she's my age. And she's 37 now, you know. Tick tock, tick tock, no kids. Big. She's got a big career. He's got a big career. And I said to her, what happened? What happened? Because it's out of the blue. And she, she's quite a... She's literally an accountant, by the way. Uh, CFA3, no, no big deal. She's, uh, she's doing big things. And I love her for it. But she said to me, he, he hadn't grown up. And he didn't grow up. And it's complex, you know, because he's making good money. Um, he's a nice guy from, from like... I don't know him that well. Like for me, whenever my friends get into relationships, I, I I have a life policy now of I don't get close to my friends' partners. Like I'm not one of those people who wants to be in my friends' relationships. Like cool, I'll experience your relationship through you. I'm sure you guys are bored of the story where I've told what happened when I got involved. So generally, I try not to be friends with my friends' partners. You know, like you're my friend. If I'm seeing you, I'll see you with my friend. Uh, there's no good reason for me to be seeing your partner without you. I, I don't know why people think that's... Uh, I find it crazy. Anywho, he seemed cool and whatever. But she said to me, and, and it, was, it was strong. It was strong. She said he didn't grow up. But she said something else which was remarkable. She said, I didn't want him to change for me. She said, I just wanted him to change and grow up because I don't have the will in me to make somebody go from boyfriend to husband to father because this is who he is, you know? So she saw him for what he is. She gave him all the room. And trust me, she, she presses people, you know? Her personality is why we get along. She's strong. And she, she would have pressed him. I know she would have pressed him in a personal sense. And he just didn't grow up. And... You know, and she's my friend. And I said, look, people are who they are. 
people are who they are and he's a boyfriend he's not a husband and he certainly wouldn't have been a father in her eyes in her eyes i like i don't know the dude i, I just know i heard the story from her listen different people come into our lives for different reasons right somebody who's your boyfriend or girlfriend isn't going to be your wife they may not see family as people evolve they may not see family as important they may not see kinship as important they may not have the right character they, they they may be they may have arrested development we see it in people all the time some people peak at 23 and that's all they ever are you know and this is what i think happened but my point on this one is different people offer different phases in our lives and that's okay and listen it was hard for her she's strong but it was tricky and we, we, we currently talking through it Eddie Howe should have gone for Newcastle this year. When you made the Champions League, fire him now. Not because he's not a bad coach, but it's very clear to everyone he's not winning you the league or the Champions League. You know that. He knows that. What are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? Right? Nagelsmann's the right gamble now. You know what? He's in the top four. You can get some players this season, right? And the gamble is, what if you don't make top four? So what, you have to wait another year and maybe Nagelsmann's at PSG by then, the way they're firing, hiring and firing. Maybe he's at Man City. Who knows what's happening with Guardiola. We don't know what's going to happen there. Go get Nagelsmann now. Now it's a real gamble. What if you don't make top four if you're Newcastle? What then? People say, oh, but that's crazy. What are you talking about? I say, but I've seen this before. Manuel Pellegrini won the League Cup, came fourth. Man City are like, no, 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 we've already made the call here. Pep Guardiola's in. Pep Guardiola the next season, trophyless. But they understood to go to the next level. You know, your boyfriend and husband are not the same person. I, mean, I require different things fulfilled. If, if I want a boyfriend, I want certain things. If I want a husband, I want certain things. From a husband, you move to father. Now, Newcastle require different things. Eddie Howe is not that guy. He knows that. We know that. What are Newcastle waiting for? Claudio Ranieri in 2004 came second in the league, was in the semi-finals of the Champions League. You know, Roman Abramovich said, said oh, that's amazing. Muchos gracias, amigo. Cheers. I, you're out. It's a great season. Come second. Amazing. Claudio, amazing. You look like you look like Julius Caesar a little bit. You do look like you look like a Roman Empire, and and my name's Roman, but you're out. <laughs> Semi-final in the Champions League, not bad. Gonna need a little more than that. So I've seen it before. People make it sound like I'm crazy. I'm not crazy. I've seen this precedent before. I don't understand why Eddie Howe didn't get fired this year. He served his purpose. He's not winning you the Champions League. You know that. I know that. He knows that. So I'm not sure what Newcastle are doing. Because you don't need to build the culture anymore. It's clearly there. He's built a backbone. Amazing. Give him £10 million to go away. And let's get this ring rolling. He knows that. I know that. You know that. And you know who else knows that? You can fool us. You can't fool the players. They know what his limits are. Tonali is going to get in there. Within six months he's going to go, no, no. What are we doing here? <laughs> I got Roberto Mancini as my national coach. I know what winning looks like. Hey, I tell you what, maybe you go to Italy and go, we want that guy this year. 
Because remember, in twenty next year's Euros, huh? You can't get him next year. You can't get Roberto Mancini next year. It's Euros. You should have gone to the Italy FA. We can see Italian football's in big trouble. To hey, twenty million pounds. Get him out of this nonsense, the Azurio nonsense right now. Anyway, get him over to us. Let's see. Let's see what we can do here. Because one thing you know about Roberto Mancini, he's going to take it to the promised land. He is not scared. And and what he'll do is he'll take it from Eddie Howe. Uh, backbone um, and sort of top four culture to winning culture now. Now we're talking. Once you go Roberto Mancini, now we're talking. Now we're cooking. Once you go Nagelsmann, now we're cooking. Now it's humming. Right? And and listen, with Nagelsmann, I'm still 50-50, but, but he's better than Eddie Howe. Come on. So I would have done that. I, I really, I'm so shocked that they didn't. Love to know what people think. Why didn't they sack Eddie Howe now? Because what are they waiting for? There's no good way to break up with someone. Your uni your university boyfriend doesn't need to be your husband, ladies. This isn't the movies. This is real life. Drinking shots, five rand shots, isn't the same thing as going on family holidays and having a kid with someone. Those need to be two different people. And it's okay. It's okay to have a boyfriend for university, a boyfriend for we're dating, and then meet someone else who's going to be the father of your kids. It's okay. And vice versa. Eddie Howe has served his purpose at Newcastle. I would say, right, over under, I haven't seen what the numbers are yet um, for managers getting fired. I would say there's a good chance Eddie Howe doesn't make it past January. Because it's it's tricky. People just think you carry momentum from last season into this season. You do not. That's not how sport works. It's one of the great things about sport. You start all over again. And listen, one of the things about getting higher level players in, Tonali puts pressure on the manager because now you should be top two or top three. Now you've got Bruno Guamarish and Tonali and uh, Isaac. Now we should listen, and they're gonna they're gonna get a player I absolutely love. I've wanted Chelsea to sign him for so so long. Harvey Barnes, he's a proper winger. I just I love a proper winger, especially in these condensed inverted formations. Now I love somebody who holds their width, and Harvey Barnes is terrific, isn't he? He's the poor man's Jack Grealish. He gets on the front foot, he takes people on, and he whips it in the box. He's terrific. I love a direct running uh, winger. Love it. Pace, power, and young. They're going to get Harvey Barnes. I think he's an upgrade on Alain Saint-Maxima. Not as exciting, but I think far more effective. So what those high-quality uh, players do is they put pressure on managers. Like, okay, you've got the resources now. It's the classic, I've given you rope to either pull yourself up or to hang yourself with. I just don't see it. I don't see it. There's, it's one thing to get to the Champions League. It's another to expect them to win it. And... Listen, two or three more, and Newcastle should be in the Premier League race. They aren't with Eddie Howe. It's not close. It's not close. The guy who they probably wanted, Maurizio Pochettino, is at Chelsea now. What do you do now? Now, now you sack him in January. Now what? By that time, Italy have qualified uh, for Euros. Does Nagelsmann want to come into a team that's going to be 8th or ninth? If they are. I'm not saying they're going to be. I think they should have fired him.
I genuinely do. It happened at Chelsea, right, with Ranieri to Mourinho. After Ranieri had a great season, by the way. Nearly got to the Champions League final. And then you saw it with Pellegrini. Pellegrini won the League Cup, by the way. He had a terrific last season. Came fourth, but okay, it was the end of a cycle there. And cheers. MKT inspires. Your thoughts. Eddie Howe? Keep him? Burn him? Sack him? It's a real story, by the way. Real story. Had to, had to go for dinner with a friend. And she blindsided me because I, I, as I say, seven years. No way in the world would I have seen it coming. And it's going to be interesting. She hasn't told her parents. That's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. But listen, she's honest. One thing she was, the last thing you want to do is marry somebody like Eddie Howe, who shouldn't be managing Newcastle next season. And then, because one of the things about it, right, in life, what I appreciate, what, what I said to her is, I admired one thing, this friend of mine, is that a lot of us romanticize people and we don't, we don't want to see them for who they are, especially if we're with them for a long time. Like, we, we start to see people through our mother's eyes. You, you know, a mother, in a mother's eyes, her children can't do any wrong. But what I, what I loved about her was she saw him exactly for who he has been in the seven years. And she said, this body of work ain't going to cut it. I've seen the character now. So now she hasn't taken a look at the highlights, his looks and this and money. and No, she says, I've seen the character. I know what you are. I've seen the look, the full body of work. Eddie Howe, you're not actually good enough to take us to the promised land. You're good enough, you're good enough maybe to get us, I don't know, on the road to the pilgrimage. And I, I admire that in people, man. I admire it. I, like, I like to think I'm quite good at it. It's no good way to break up. Let's just do it. People are who they are. And Eddie Howe is not a Champions League or Premier League winning manager. All right, let's move it on. Paul Pogba. Um, and Romelu Lukaku. Um, listen, man, I'm an authority on messing up in life. I, I can I can speak openly about it because I've done a lot of it. Like I'm not scared to admit it. You know, um, I know what poor character looks like because I developed it. I, I'm I'm constantly working harder to improve my character. Um, but one thing I know from my life, and I don't know what it's like for you, but I know from my life, it can't always be your mom and your dad and your sister and your girlfriend and your boss, right? It can't always be them that are wrong. At some stage, it's you. Like, okay, if it's maybe your mom's unreasonable, your boss is unreasonable. Okay, we get it. Like, maybe they just don't understand your character, but not it's your girlfriend and your dad and your soccer mates and your friends and... You know, like at some stage, it's like, nah, it's you. Call it a common denominator, right? It can't always be other people. People, and most people are nice. Most people want you to do well in your life. It can't always be them. You know, Paul Pogba left Man United, left Juventus, leaves Man United, has the family mess. Now it's a mess at Juventus and they want to get rid of him. Lukaku, Everton, Man United, Inter, Chelsea. 
It's always something. It's always someone else. It's always a victim. It's always I should be. All right. And it's a good warning to clubs, Ham. I've always said it though. Don't sign talent. Sign character. Because if you're going to sign that character that Pogba and Lukaku are, if they better be Maradona good. And, and neither of them are that level of talent, right? Poor Pogba's very, very flashy. But actually, in the football sense, he's probably a top six player. Top ten, maybe. Don't know if he makes that Aston Villa midfield. To be honest. like, But, but I haven't moved off that ever. Even when Man United signed him, even when he was at Juventus, I never understood it. Now, I live in South Africa. So, people in South Africa prefer Zinedine Zidane over Xavi. Whereas the point of football is pass the ball and move into space. No one's ever done that better than Xavi. But Zidane was a little more stylish, a little more elegant. He had more gussy flavor. In my country, we call it gussy flavor, where you put the ball... In, in Spanish football, they call it la pausa. And it's that ability to put the, your foot on the ball and it feels like the game stops and the world around you stops. Zidane had a little bit more of that. Lacked efficiency. And it's why Zidane actually didn't win that much. You know, people say, yeah, Euros and uh, the World Cup. But when I say win, you look at his league record, quite poor, actually. You know, in that whole Galacticos project, won La Liga title. You know, that stylish player, it's nice. They can win cups. Uh, so with France, they can win Champions League. He won one, you know. But they, they can't win six, seven La Liga titles like Xavi and those guys. Did. Because efficiency will always beat skill. Always. 99% of the time... If you get a bunch of efficient people, right, it's the great uh, Winslow. Um, in the past, the man was f was first, but in the future, the system will be first. The system and efficiency will always beat the individual, right? And Zidane was an elegant footballer of the highest order, you know. But Xavi's a better midfielder. The point of football is pass and move. And, and quite frankly, it's not close, but... In the world, we like style and elegance and cool guy. And Pogba's that. Now, Pogba's not Zidane, unfortunately for him. He's mediocre talent, high PR, high show. And I always, you know, I work in production. I always say, if there's too much set and dressing, that you're hiding poor talent. Anybody who's listened to the show, I've always said it about poor Pogba. Because I know those footballers. I know that guy. He's not good enough to be that guy. Lukaku is just a nightmare. He, what he is is a crybaby. And I'm sorry. Um, at that level, and I, I know the world is revolted by anything that's alpha male because it immediately goes toxic. But at that level, if you want to be that guy in that position, you've got to be an alpha dog. Romelu Lukaku, I've always said it. Even when he came to Chelsea, go and look up the podcast. I said he is a crybaby and it's always something else. And with Lukaku, it was a mistake that Chelsea signed him. Because I saw it at United. If it didn't work at United, right? Don't, like, if someone's a nightmare in, in a relationship with someone else who you know and you admire that person's character, why would you think you can change them? I've never understood that about people. And I didn't understand about Chelsea. He was a problem at Man United. And if he's a problem there, why wouldn't he be a problem at Chelsea? Listen, that's just real life. I'm telling you real life. Is you're signing people, not just players. They're both 30 years old now. They are both only if, but if, 
if only they had. And all it is is a character issue, right? Because I've, I've felt with both of them throughout their careers, football's the second priority. It's always something else. It's always a fashion shoot. It's always, why aren't people recognizing me? It's always something else, someone else. It's never them with both guys. They're, very, they're actually the same guy. They just look a little bit different. Be very, very careful of being lured in by looks and flash. When people are doing big flash, generally they're hiding something. All right? I work in production, guys. When I see people, big set, big money, big budget, I know you're hiding the talent. It's like pop music, right? Big PR. Why do you need big PR? Frank Ocean. No, listen. No, no big PR for Frank Ocean. That guy can sing. Whitney Houston, no, no need. There was no need for big PR there. Mariah Carey, no need for big PR. She can sing. Britney Spears, you got to crank it right up. I, like I don't even know these new ones. Dua Lipa, like big PR. It's got to be all over the place because they can't sing. But when they can sing, uh, Nora Jones, no need. I can play all the instruments in the world, right? And I write my own music and I can sing. No need for big PR. Just come to my show or don't. Paul Pogba, big show. Lukaku, big show. No character. Both of them. And listen, if you want to have other priorities, be Maradona. If football's not your big priority, be Maradona. Right? And I'm okay with that. And I understand this. I've been in this world forever. Not everybody loves football. But if you want to be at Juventus, at Manchester United, at Chelsea, at Arsenal... You have to love football. At Aston Villa, you don't have to. It's fine. At Man City now, like you have to love football. It has to be your number one priority. And if it's not, that is okay. If you're just talented and you want to make money, that is okay. But then go and play for Aston Villa, right? Go and play for Leicester. Go and play for Tottenham. If you just want to earn money and be Benoit Asawikoto. But both of these guys, it's always been a second priority. And it's a big warning for clubs. I've said it before, particularly with Pogba. Be very, very careful what and Juventus are now seeing. And the chronic illness for Pogba was he had the worst deficiency you can have in sport. He was never available. Just like in life, the greatest ability is availability. And poor Pogba... I just have to tolerate too much with Pogba for the amount of problems that come with him. And now it's his family, and now it's this, and now it's that, it's the other. My God, get out of that business. And it's really, really important that clubs start doing this. And I think you're going to start seeing it now as these really smart businessmen start owning, right? It's, it's, gonna, it's coming to the second generation of ownership. It's big bankers, it's tech guys. Like, these guys are going to be all about character and a corporate face. So that your Pogba's... Your Lukaku's, it's going to be very rare. Even, I'm seeing Jack Grealish and I'm really, really worried about where his PR image is going. Even that type of laddish behavior, as much as I love a Grealish, I, I really, really dislike his, his drinking escapades. But he's very, very good. He's better, than, he's better than Pogba. He's better than Lukaku. If you're going to be Grealish good, no worries. And you know what Grealish is? You can't compare them. You know why? Grealish is always available. He's always available. The one thing about Grealish is he's into football. He's into the party life, but he's into football. 
and 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 he's highly talented. It's a production tolerance world. The more talented you are, the more we'll put up with. Paul Pogba is not good enough for me to tolerate this stuff. Plus, he's always injured. Romelu Lukaku, always injured. Out of shape. Crybaby. Why, why am I not the best player in the world? Well, this is why. Now it's a mess with Inter and Chelsea. And it was a mess with Man United. It was a mess leaving Everton to go to United as well. It's always something, man. And the rule 101, guys, no matter where you are in life... If you want to be friends with somebody, if you're going to get in a relationship with somebody, is it always them in a negative situation blaming other people? Get away from those people. Because it's always someone else's fault. And these two are a good example. Listen, the one thing I learned from my experiences in life, and these two young men are learning, being too cool to try gets exposed. You get exposed if you don't try doesn't matter how talented you are. There's talent all over the world now. There's resources all over the world now. There's information all over the world. If you're in tech and you're too cool to work 15 hours a day, sorry. Someone else will take the job at Google that pays $100,000 a month. Sorry. The million dollar a year job. You can go and listen to your Michelle Obama podcast about mental health. If you don't want to work 15 hours a day and you're too cool to try, and you just want to go on your mountain holidays and look after your mental health or whatever the young people are saying and, and take a vacation when you're 25. I, I don't know why 25-year-olds need a vacation, but okay. You're of no value to the world at that stage. Just work. It's something Paul Pogba didn't understand. It's something I didn't understand. So, so I'm saying these young men, I, I see it. I see it. I know it. So when I'm looking at these young men, I say again, Pay mature people. That's who you pay. You pay character, not talent. Lukaku and Pogba, what a waste. But I was right because I know, the, I know this personality. I've said it about both of them. If you have listened to this podcast for years, you'll know that. It's not in hindsight, but now I was right. And it, it feels good, I've got to be honest with you, because people always told me how good Pogba was. I said, I've seen that. Too cool to try. He's not Maradona. He's not Jack Grealish. He's not Paul Gascoigne. I, I know when a guy can be too cool to try. They come around once a generation. This generation is Jack Grealish. And do not, don't you dare tell me. Paul Pogba is even on the same page as Jack Grealish. Jack Grealish has a 360 dimension. He can pass. He can put his foot on the ball. He's strong. He's consistent. He's coachable. He's tactically flexible. He can play in the 7. He can play in the 6. He can play in the 10. He can play in the 11. He's a set-piece specialist. Pogba is only a 10. We've seen that now. Unless Paul Pogba has protection from a 5 and a 6, he needs a a libero. He needs somebody to be a sweeper, so 3 at the back. Um, or he needs a number six. Jack Grealish does not need that. He can play in the pivot, deep six, range of passing, short, long, doesn't matter. Grealish is on it. They are not the same player. He, Jack Grealish is in a different stratosphere. Before, Because I know, I know the lazy jump is to Grealish. Grealish is a much better player and always available. Healthy, plays a full season and has delivered in a treble winning team. It is what it is. 
These are the lessons you must learn. But you'll see it more and more now. These Pogba types of players, you'll see less and less of them in football. These uh, bankers and these uh, tech guys are just too smart, too brutal. It's a business now. Football is just getting started. It is about to become a trillion dollar industry. They're not, they're, we're not paying you 10 million pounds a year to be a jackass. And Paul Pogba is a jackass. And so is Romelu Lukaku. And it's over now. They can go to Saudi Arabia. They can go there. But in the big leagues, it ain't ever happening again. You'll see more than Jude Bellingham, the corporate guy. He's in now. Because these you know, these, these academies are too good now. You don't need to pay useless people with no character. There's just too much talent coming out worldwide. We're finding it from all over the place now. Neymar's out. That, that Neymar stuff? Out. Mbappe. Listen, I've warned you about Mbappe. I've seen this before. Kylian Mbappe is not irreplaceable. He thinks he is. Football will move on without you. It moved on from Maradona. It moved on from Gascoigne. It moved on from Cantona. It moved on from Henri, from Ronaldinho, from Kaka. Football will be fine without Neymar, without Mbappe. Trust me. Pogba's finding that out and Lukaku's finding that out. What a waste. Hope you guys have the time of your lives. I'm having a good one. Eh? I'm having a belter. I'm in Durban this weekend. Um, I hope you have a fun weekend. I will be back on the podcast on Monday. I will have a podcast again on Monday. And um, really looking forward to that one. See what happens in the rest of the week. Harry Kane. Um, I'll talk a little bit of Harry Kane next time because Bayern Munich apparently have just launched another bid uh, for him. I'll give my thoughts on what Harry should do, where he can go, and the best place for him. I mean, we've spoken about it a little bit. Um, talk a bit about that. Um, and everything else that's happening in the market. It's, it's really starting to hum now. So there's lots of cool uh, Premier League topics to get into. Uh, my name is MKT. This has been the MKT Show. And for now, I am the hell out of here.